if you're face to face, then you can see how people react. You can look out for those um, those lovely um, human micro expressions, that emotional leakage. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome everyone to the Startup Student Podcast and to this communication series with Nick Luby. Thank you, Nick, for being back. Welcome. Thank you very much, Christine. Once again, it's an absolute pleasure to join you on the podcast. Mm, it's going to be exciting, this episode and also the next one, of course. And everyone, if you haven't listened to the first two, it's worth listening to. Uh, they're all kind of independent from each other, but all lead nicely one into the other because the first one was about communicating with yourself the second about communicating with strangers and now we're talking about defeating the virus yes the virus because we're talking about modern zombies again if you haven't listened to the uh, especially the first episode of this series uh, you should because it explains a bit more the concept of modern zombies uh, that Nick Luby also wrote a book about and worthwhile reading. I just want to recommend it one more time. So defeating the virus and communicating with your tribe is on the show today. Over to you, Nick. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> Thank you, Christine. Yes, indeed. Yes, the, uh, the zombie virus rages. Uh, it's everywhere. We're all infected. And it's our job to be the best zombie slayers, modern zombie slayers that we can. Um, and this zombie virus that we, we talk about um, is all about how our communication has changed and evolved and it's far less human um, uh, and ideally there's massive value in bringing the human back into the way that we communicate and communicating with the tribe it's, it's, it's ideally communicating with your team either at work or possibly team that you mix with, your friends, your social group. It's, it's your tribe. And this is where most of the communication um, outside of the home probably takes place. And um, like everywhere else, we are absolutely drowning in content. You're drowning, your team are drowning, your friends are drowning, everybody that you want to communicate with are, are drowning this overwhelming noise of communications. Um, let's take an example, let's take a work example. So email, still used um, heavily, very heavily in most corporate organizations um, and we're overwhelmed by it. One of the biggest uh, issues in the corporate world that I come across is people are sending and receiving far too many emails and there, there are various different reasons why email is, is ineffective as, um, as a messaging format um, but then we, we start to replace email with with short-form messages um, and in theory this could even get worse because there's less space for the human in our short form messages. There are some organizations, courageous and brave, that are introducing new rules around how we communicate with one another. They're deleting automatically emails that you receive while you're on holiday. So you don't 
get back to your desk the first the first morning after a lovely two weeks of break um, and then you're just panicked you can't do anything because you're you're sifting through a sea of emails some brave organizations are getting rid of that uh, entirely um, you'll send an email some will be on holiday you'll get a response saying they're not here they're away um, and this email is being deleted please contact them when they're back um, one thing you could try is uh, if you're if you're really strong now, I think that the problem is right we, we we've we're using cheap, easy, convenient options for our communication. And most of the cheap, easy, convenient options, they just don't work. There's too many of them. And there's just ridiculous numbers of, uh, of all of this communication. One thing I'm finding does work at the moment, um, by the time you listen to the podcast, it may no longer be working. But um, voice messages attached to a text message they seem to um, do the very rare thing these days of actually getting through to your audience. As long as they're short, um, short, it's voice, which is quite human, I like that, um, but it's delivered via a text message. Um, and any zombies out there, you'll know that you're addicted to picking up your messages. So you'll pick up your text message, it will be a voice message, it will be easier to create than a text, a little bit longer than a text, but delivered via the beautiful magical human voice yes um and i have to say uh linkedin enabled that as well a while ago no not as a as a text message but to send a voice message via linkedin and uh most people don't make use of that and i had two people who sent me voice messages and it's really nice <laughs> because I, I could hear the voice immediately and it was a, 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 a nice calming voice, easy to listen to. And I thought, hmm, actually this sending a voice message is uh, quite nice also on LinkedIn maybe. Um, because yeah, it's also a bit faster maybe to listen to because something that's a long text message um, delivered uh, in two minutes talking uh, doesn't seem so scary, I think. Yeah, it 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 um it gets through, which is is so rare. Most of our, if you think about most of your communication, how many of your emails actually get answered? How many of your other messages get the sort of response that you're looking for? Um, it it turns out that actually getting through in a way that resonates with your intended audience is very rare, and it's very difficult. That's why you need to. Um, uh, flex some of your your human superpowers and the voice is is one of those um, uh, too few people when they think about how do I communicate um, focus on the why why is it that I'm trying to communicate with that particular person and once you once you start to address the the why it starts to get a bit more interesting because then you can start to to think well what's the best way to achieve that that why with that particular person that particular audience and you need to use human options to do that that's why we're much more likely to listen to a minute or two minutes worth of voice than we are to spend five minutes reading the same amount of text and i, I would advise you not to or try very hard not to hide behind your technology 
right? the, the really the best the best technology will enable more human interactions rather than replace them and i think this is the sort of technology that that, that, that will last the test of time in our zombie armageddon so why are you communicating and who who exactly is the audience that for your for your message and how best do you construct a message that resonates with with them that's the person in mind that you message uh, a voice message text message email whatever the person that you're communicating with what's uh, why are you why should they communicate with you and why do you communicate with them it's uh, very important but even more important to keep in mind why they should listen to you or why should they read or hear your message hmm. yeah and our technology just allows us to, to do shortcuts so we can create uh, and, and i've done this okay and everybody's done this um it's it's creating one message and thinking that will work with all audiences I've, I've taken my time, I've created a lovely reading email and what I'm doing, all I'm going to do is change the, the address um, and the person's name at the top. Um, but the email is constructed in such a way you think everybody, everybody will resonate with all of my audiences everywhere. What nonsense is that? Everybody's different. And if you, if you don't inject some of the real you in a way that actually resonates with them then it's just one more piece of content that we're adding to this ocean of of noise and I, i've done it and it's, it, it seems like a good idea i think at the time i could save um it just does not work yes i love what you said that you said uh, inject the real you <laughs> and uh, yeah not just uh, copy and paste for everyone uh, just changing the name uh, because usually the person that you're communicating with, you probably had contact before, or there's a reason why you're contacting them. So it should be also individual, <laughs> individualized, let's say. <laughs> why individualized, yes, yes. Yeah. So a uh, very good point. And for me, authenticity is super important in everything that I do and in communication and on social media and everywhere. Um, so uh, thank you for, for mentioning that. No problem. And it, it, if you think of um, the way that you communicate, think of it as a conversation. Okay, you wouldn't use the same words, the same, you know, that whatever you've put into that magic solves everything email. You wouldn't use that if you're having a conversation, a one-to-one, face-to-face, proper conversation, which is it's almost like the um, uh, the the ideal communication option. If you get a chance to communicate face-to-face, one-to-one, then you're likely to resonate most with whoever you're communicating with, because that gives you a chance of actually putting yourself in their shoes and seeing how they react when you're communicating. Um, I would suggest if you get that lovely opportunity of a one-to-one, face-to-face, you have a bit of a plan, know where you're going with your communication, just like any journey, know no ideally where the where the end is what you're hoping to achieve but be ready for um, any diversions along the way if you're face to face then you can see how people react you can look out for those um those lovely um human micro expressions that emotional leakage as it's called in body language circles 
uh, which which allows you some some choice if you say something and it doesn't look like it's been well received then you can take a slightly different path or you can ask some some questions you can explore a little more and know what um what that destination that you plan to arrive know what that looks like as well so have a plan okay have a lovely conversation a two-way conversation be ready for a few diversions and know and know what it looks like to arrive at the destination always nice listening to you because it's uh, going straight to the point gives practical things saying okay if you if you're looking at people's reactions uh react accordingly as well um and make sure you don't just ignore things that you see or you feel uh what how your conversation is received yeah and obviously in the meeting someone face to face in flesh in person not via the computer via a screen it makes it all easier um, because first of all you see the entire body and not just the face um, but even on on camera you can you can try to do that yeah thank you yeah it's difficult on camera and uh, you know and, and most of our conversations um, are going to be online certainly at the moment and probably going forward you know it's 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 instead of getting in the car traveling an hour for a meeting most people will opt for uh, a meeting over some sort of platform and uh, the platforms might change but the, the, the issues with that won't change um, really getting through through your your screen to screen very very difficult because you can't you can't read people very well you know you're only seeing the head you're not seeing you know the rest of the um, of the body the, our emotions tend to leak out of our extremities, which are our hands and our feet, uh, which are pretty obvious when you meet face to face. Very, very difficult to, to judge if, um, if it's one screen to another screen. That's why I, um, I advocate tech-free meetings. So um, you've no doubt been in many meetings, you sit in the boardroom with your colleagues, um, everyone's brought a laptop, and for a moment, just for a moment, it looks like everyone's really focused and they're taking notes. And then you realize, no, that's not happening at all. Everyone's on their laptop trying to stay on top of their inbox. Nobody's listening. They're just waiting for their turn to speak. And it's a massive, massive waste of time. But you need to be really brave to say, okay, we're going to have a meeting. We need access to everybody's brains. You know, all of your knowledge and experience, we need that in this meeting. Um, and you can leave your technology outside of the room because that's not required. What we need is what's inside your head. Yeah, I bet it's not too easy for some people. Um, and especially these days where people uh, take notes on technology devices um, or something like that. But I, I, I agree if you really want to focus 100% on the conversation that you're having, uh, it's one of the best ways <laughs> and even in restaurants yeah. even if, you, if we're not talking about meetings uh, business meetings but if we're talking about meetings with friends um, even more important to not stare at your phone all the time yeah it's, it's such a shame isn't it um, and, and look out because the zombies will have many excuses of why they need their laptop why they need their phone open I'm waiting for an important call um, you know if that's the case fair enough you know um, it's rare, but fair enough. Um, or yeah, I'll, I'll make notes on my uh, on my device. 
okay, one person can make notes, you know, because the rest need to focus on the to and fro of the meeting. You've got to be really brave, really courageous, far too easy to um, just let everybody bring their tech to the environment. Um, and it, you just waste hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, you look like you're being busy, um, but nothing really, nothing really will progress. You know, good communication has happened when things get better, right? There's, there's a really useful, healthy outcomes to whatever that communication was about. And I'm finding this more and more rare in a corporate environment, or actually more and more rare over dinner, in a cafe, in a, in a, down the bar, talking with friends. Everybody's so distracted. They've all got their devices you know, close to hand. And, um, and you can't have a proper, in-depth, lovely human conversation if there's a phone close to hand. Right? And the, 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 the psychology behind that is as soon as, as soon as there's a phone present, right? if it's not your phone, the other person okay, who, who's not got their phone in front of them, or even if they've got their own phone in front of them, right? the other person feels less important, less likely to share, less likely to, to go down the lovely human emotional um, progress that a great conversation um, should have. There's this so much lacking if half of you is kind of focused on a device where you should be focused on each other. That's, uh, that's true because people are so conditioned to check for notifications all the time, not just, I don't know, I think uh, especially if someone speaks and you pick up your phone, it's, uh, has, it's a matter of respect, I think, as well, to, to not do that. Unless you're talking about something and say, oh, I need to show you something, okay, because it fits into the topic, okay. But um, if, if you're talking to someone and uh, they, the other person picks up the phone, hmm, I think what I do if that happens is I just stop talking and see what happens. <laughs> and then usually yeah. the person uh, looks up and thinks, like, huh something's all right i don't hear anything and then okay when you're done with your phone we can continue the conversation I, i'm like that blunt <laughs> me too me too now christine I, I i will just stop talking um and if it goes too far then i, I just won't bother you know you just you, you lose that connection you lose the reason that you you want to have that communication with with someone um it's it's really distracting it's all pervasive it, it will Ultimately, my, my fear is it will start to continue to break down great relationships, relationships in the office, relationships outside of the office will become uh, less because we are devoting far too much of our time to our little fruit machine that we carry in our pocket. That is the text too good, it's too sexy, it's too great at what it does to be ignored. So um, if we allow it into our communication space, then we've only got ourselves to blame that that communication wasn't as effective as we thought it was going to be. I experienced that a lot. <laughs> so I love that we all should become zombie slayers, like you said. Um, any other specific things that you wanted to mention in this episode um, about becoming a zombie slayer or anything? <laughs> It's, um, it's uh, yeah, I, I get it, it's hard. 
though, you have to be really courageous, really brave, because very few people are going without their technology, are thinking of a, a more human method of communicating. If, if you really think of your audience, if you really care about them, then you'll, you'll explore what is the best way of communicating with them. Sometimes that might be through your technology, but there's gonna be a load of times where an alternative um, would work so much better. But you need to be brave. Fighting the zombies, becoming a modern zombie slayer, takes massive, massive courage. But I'm sure your lovely podcast listeners, Christine, are, um, are up for the challenge. I'm sure they are. <laughs> Everyone should be up for a challenge and I'm sure my listeners are. Um, well, if, if that was uh, everything for this episode, um, I've made lots and lots of notes and I really, really like, like always uh, that you have put in so many easy fo to follow tips, how to, um, yeah, to communicate better, how to become this zombie slayer and try to get back to human communication, human-centered uh, communication. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Christine. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> and in the next episode, we're going to talk about becoming the cure and communicating with your audience. So stay tuned and listen in next week. Bye. Bye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.